I've learned a lot over the four decades of health and fitness and being in the trenches with the greatest in the world. And one of those things I've learned a lot more about and how to build better muscle is nutrition and how it has changed over the decades. And that's why I have the Titan meal plan for you guys out there that are confused about nutrition. I'm going to set you straight. Get a hold of me today. The link will be in the comments down below for you guys. Everybody, get over to the Titan Meal Plan, and I'll see you in the Titan Crew, where I will fine-tune any difficulties that you're having. Here we go. We have to start this with like a classic pose. I am so excited and very honored to bring you another uh, sit-down, unfiltered, raw discussion with the legend the goat frank zane this is going to be something you do not want to miss and i also recommend hitting that saved button to watch this later on let's get into this the legend who i call a friend frank zane who, who did you look at back then that took bodybuilding to another level intelligence wise not just a he's because everybody talks about like meatheads, and I don't think meatheads are actually the top of the line guys. I think the guys that get to the top um, have the wits and the mindset and um, the calmness to know that it's every day you have to do the yeah. work. It's not you get to phone it in for half the year, then show up and you're still there. I never really knew him, but I think it was Bob Guida. You know, trained at the Duncan YMCA in Chicago. Hmm. And was really good. I mean, he beat Sergio for Mr. America. I remember him. And Guy was the first guy I saw that had lines right across his cuts right across his pecs. Striations. Uh, Striations all over his pecs. And you know, he wasn't that big, but he was really good. A smart guy too. Smart guy. So, when was your best condition ever, and what was it that you did for that condition? I think seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. You were what, 189 pounds? 95, I think. That was one. The show, I weighed in at the show at 191. 191. And so I trained uh, about 197, 196. And uh, so it was at 94%. You were right in that range. Yeah. But uh, I put a lot into it. You know, I, I, I worked on my tan a lot. Uh, I, I, I ran every night, mile and a half. I posed a lot, took photos. You know, that's the thing is, what's the best thing you can do to take, prepare for a show? Take photos. Pose. That's what you're going to be doing in the show. That'll get you in shape, too. Pose. Yeah, you look at a photo, <clears throat> you think you look good in the mirror, because then you see a photo, you're like, oh, I got more work to do. Why is that? It's, <laughs> that's so true, because I agree with you. I think photos is 10 times better than mirrors. I think mirrors lie to us. Mirrors lie. I mean, today I took a photo of myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm not posting that. Let me put my shirt on and, and take a different one. I got more work to do. It's amazing what a photo will tell you compared to what the mirror tells you. Yeah. It's distortion. You think about when you look in the mirror, first of all, you, you, you see your that's the first distortion. You add to it. You put stuff in there that's not there. And then it bounces back and comes back to that's another distortion. So there are a lot of distortions involved. Whereas with the photo, that's that's what's there, pretty much. I mean, you could get a photo that makes you look better. Of course, that's the key if you can do that. You know, if you have Artie Zeller as your photographer, all light conditions and everything the right way, 
then you could use that to your advantage. You know, but actually taking bad photos are a good thing too. I remember James DeMello told me when he was competing, he said, I want to look good in the dark with the worst possible lighting. And I know when I look good then, then I'll look great in... Polaroids. Yeah, Polaroid. Polaroid cameras. Yeah. Because that photo was such the worst photo when you go on an audition. All right, smile. And you, you try to look the very best you can, but a Polaroid back in the day was the best thing because you're just like, that's you 100%. There's no lying no more. Yeah. I got a stack of Polaroids at home from different people, David Paul and Ralph. And I'm trying to get a Polaroid camera now that works as it did back in the 80s and 90s because of the fact that I think you're right. Posing, not so much the mirror, but the photo too. Because the posing you got to do without the mirror when you're on stage. Oh, absolutely. So what you do you can't, think of that? You can, you can do it up to a point, but then it's not about that anymore. You've, ta you've done commercials, haven't you? Mm -hmm. I remember doing one for, what was it? I think it was for the Pabst Blue Ribbon commercial, hmm. the beer commercial. And you know, everybody at Gold's Gym is there doing it, you know, they're going to talk to the guy. And I, I was 77. And so I went and I said, look, I know you're going to talk to a lot of people, but you know, you don't really need to because I'm Mr. Olympia. I'm the current Mr. Olympia. I'm the best in the world. And you're not going to find anybody better at this than me. And the guy, he believed me. And he says, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got the part. That's that confidence, man. I got a commercial like that one time, too. I crashed the audition. I walked in. It was the third callback. I said, send everybody home. You found your guy. And I remember they were on the couch like this. He's like, who is this guy? I took off my shirt and I threw it at him when I walked in. I'm like, send everyone home. You found your guy. And I, I was driving home. My agent called me like, did you crash an audition? I'm like, yep. He's like, well, you booked it. I was like, wow, that's, that's audacity. <laughs> it really is. It was for Body Solid, the fitness equipment. I'm like, who out there is better than me? No one. Well, that's the attitude they have. <laughs> I always respected Bill Pearl, but then after the 79 Olympia, Bill Pearl has me third, third, and I win. And so I went that was to, your best condition. It was too. I went up to him after the show and I said, Bill, I won the Olympia, I got all these votes, and you have me third. What's up with that, Bill? He says, well, from where I sat, you were third. You know, so he's sitting way over at the side and basically it was all elbows and armpits, you know, <laughs> from that angle. That, my side is, I would turn, you know, do some shots at, but most of them were for people right there. And so Bill, he had his opinion all the time. You tell him to change his seat next time to get a better view. Just start talking to him. <laughs> he was a very opinionated, yes? He was. Yeah. And Dickerson was his guy because, you know, he kissed the ring. Dickerson trained at, at Bill's and, you know, he was Bill's boy. Hmm. And I never was. You know, I never really had any, I never really uh, bowed down to any judge or went to and played up to them that much. I, I just wanted to win it on my own, you know. I love that. Vote, vote what, you should, what you think is the best. I love that. I hate people to kiss ass to get something done, man. So but don't you think they do that today? Well, don't I think they? if people that can do it will do it. In politics, and they play them. So speaking of today, what do you think of today's bodybuilder? Like who? Uh, anyone. 
just bodybuilding or work. classic bodybuilding? Because uh, there was a couple, right? So that didn't exist. Then. Okay, it was right. Straight, flat out bodybuilding, or whatever that is these days. What do you think of the physiques these days? Are they? I think Michael Hurst the best. If you are confused about training, do not worry. That's what the Titan training plan is for. For you guys to subscribe to this plan, you also get the additional coaching from me in the Titan private group. Get in there today, and I cannot wait to start working with you and making your dreams come true. Let's get back to the show. Should Michael Hearn be competing in the Mr. Olympia contest? You could. You could, you know, I mean, if I worked with you on your posing, your presentation, I think you could do real well. Now, whether you could win it the first year, it's a tough thing to do, but I think you could eventually win it. You could be the Frank Zane of today because you're not as bulky as these guys, to use the word we used on the way down here. So this is a good example of what you were asking me. Winning on shape and presentation. Symmetry. Boom. Boom. This guy comes down, when he comes down, he tightens up so much, but you're saying he does not oppose. Is that what you're saying? He does the same thing. Maybe, over maybe, 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 but in, I think you, you got the master. Yes. He could fine tune it 100%. Let's make it happen. Yeah, you know, we talked about it. He, he has me, just so you guys understand, he texts me, now watch this, because I know you're going to go, huh? He says, get a three to four minute routine together. Three to four minutes. Okay. And First of all, you know how tough a minute is. Right. He's saying three to four minutes together and then come down, let's fine tune it and work through it for the next couple months. And I'm like, okay. So we started putting a routine together and I'm just, you forget how hard a minute is. Now add four times onto that. And I think it's brilliant. Cause it's like the trainer, the, the, the UFC fighter doing eight minute rounds compared to three minute rounds. Yeah. But here's the thing is, you know, if you're in shape, you don't have to tense real hard to bring everything out. I have like a line I wrote is muscles tensed, relaxed face, feeling ease, crowd pleasing confidence. So you feel at ease and your face is relaxed and that tells everything because when you're in shape, you don't have to, you tense too hard, you should start shaking, yeah. you know? And so it's, it's a matter of practicing. If you practice posing a lot, you find out that you don't really have to tense that hard. You know, it just, it all flows. Well, it's like a sprinter, right? You should have a relaxed face if you're a sprinter, not like that, because then- And if you watch the way a lot of bodybuilders pose, like a good example is uh, Muhammad Makaway. Mm -hmm. wow. He never held a shot. He was always moving all the time. He never really held a shot to see what, when I posed, I always held a shot. I call it statuesque posing. Hit the pose and hold it. Hold it. And that's the way I always practice. I hit the shot and I held it. So everybody could see. And the other thing is this. What's most important? Who sees you at the show or who sees you with good pictures of you at the show? That's what's important. It's the pictures people get of you. And if you're doing all this, nobody's going to get a good shot. Just transition every yeah. time. So what were you thinking when you were hitting a pose and you were looking out at the crowd? Were you thinking like, take that bitch? <laughs> no, I'm not thinking anything. No? I'm just basically focused on, I was focused on my wife. Really? She's sitting right in the middle and okay. she was photographing it. She's about 10 rows back shooting the thing and I was posing for her. He was already getting the shots ready for the I world was. to see. Yeah. You were already thinking ahead. The show is so important. You got to win, but you also have to show the world why you won and sure. you're already getting the stuff. And I don't think people today realize that 
they do the show, and as soon as the show's over, they wash their hands of it. It's like, well, you gotta, you still gotta make the world see you. You still gotta do, you still gotta stay on nutrition. You still gotta do photo shoots afterwards. Let the world and everybody see you, and that's what you were already doing back then. Like that pose right there is classic as hell, man. That that's is, like a week before the show in '79. Look at that. that. I mean, look at that. I mean, that was the tricep, the hair. I'm going to say that's a casual shot outside, no reflectors or anything. That's just the Yeah, that was in Palm Springs. I had a house over there, and that's against the uh, oleander trees. And uh, that's one of the shots that Christine took. You see, today, you wouldn't go out there and take a shot like that, or, or people wouldn't, because they would want the lighting, the flares and everything. That's yeah, but the sun is the great lighting. Oh, the best, right? or, the, or you're just that perfect. <laughs> that's the greatest physique that year. I mean that's just a, that's a different level. That's that's when you know you're ready to win. You can just go out and go, hey, take a shot. I never felt that way though. Uh, I never felt that. I never felt that I was really ever really there. How great was that, man? There's so much knowledge, and again, I'm just honored to be able to be that bridge from the golden era and and have these kind of unfiltered conversations um and bring it to you guys here on the michael hearn show on generation iron thank you so much for hanging out guys and again i will see you guys next friday maybe with another legend um we got to bring you more of these legends because they're here with us now and i think it is just the time to bring you guys that are just coming up in this industry right now the old school mentality that I feel that we're slightly losing. I'm going to want to pull that back into this world of health and fitness and make it feel like we're again, a big team of, of guys and girls that like to go in and train and live in that moment and the battles so that it is that it is. Sorry. I'm so excited. Um, that's our show for today. I'll see you guys next Friday.